Today is the 12th day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and it is wonderful to be here with you today as we greet a brand new week. Let me throw open the threshold and walk into it together. And we get to the other side of the threshold and look out over this vista that will become this week. And realize we're at the beginning. It's a fresh start. And we can make of this week what we choose. And let us, let us choose wisdom. Let us choose to walk with God as we walk through this week. And one of the ways that we do that is come together around the global campfire and allow the scriptures to continue to speak into our lives. And so let's dive in. This week we will read from the New Revised Standard Version, the updated edition. Numbers, chapter 16, verse 41 through 18, verse 32. On the next day, however, the whole congregation of the Israelites rebelled against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting. The cloud had covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from this congregation, so that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer. Put fire on it from the altar and lay incense on it and carry it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord. The plague has begun. So Aaron took it as Moses had ordered and ran into the middle of the assembly where the plague had already begun among the people. He put on the incense and made atonement for the people. He stood between the dead and the living and the plague was stopped. Those who died by the plague were 14,700, besides those who died in the affair of Korah. When the plague was stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and get twelve staffs from them, one for each ancestral house from all the leaders of their ancestral houses, Write each man's name on his staff, and write Aaron's name on the staff of Levi. For there shall be one staff for the head of each ancestral house. Place them in the tent of meeting before the covenant, where I meet with you. And the staff of the man whom I choose shall sprout. Thus I will put a stop to the complaints of the Israelites that they continually make against you. Moses spoke to the Israelites, and all their leaders gave him staffs, one for each leader, according to their ancestral houses, twelve staffs, and the staff of Aaron was among theirs. So Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant. When Moses went into the tent of the covenant on the next day, 
The staff of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted. It put forth buds, produced blossoms, and bore ripe almonds. And Moses brought out all the staffs from before the Lord to all the Israelites. And they looked, and each man took his staff. And the Lord said to Moses, Put back the staff of Aaron before the covenant, to be kept as a warning to rebels, so that you may make an end of their complaints against me, or else they will die. Moses did so, just as the Lord commanded him. So he did. The Israelites said to Moses, We are perishing. We are lost. All of us are lost. Everyone who approaches the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Are we all to perish? The Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons and your ancestral house with you shall bear responsibility for offenses connected with the sanctuary, while you and your sons alone shall bear responsibility for offenses connected with the priesthood. So bring with you also your brothers of the tribe of Levi, your ancestral tribe, in order that they may be joined to you and serve you while you and your sons with you are in front of the tent of the covenant. They shall perform duties for you and for the whole tent, but they must not approach either the utensils of the sanctuary or the altar or else both they and you will die. They are attached to you in order to perform the duties of the tent of meeting for all the service of the tent. No outsider shall approach you. You yourselves shall perform the duties of the sanctuary and the duties of the altar so that wrath may never again come upon the Israelites. It is I who now take your brother, Levites, from among the Israelites. They are now yours as a gift dedicated to the Lord to perform the service of the tent of meeting. But you and your sons with you shall diligently perform your priestly duties in all that concerns the altar and the area behind the curtain. I give your priesthood as a gift. Any outsider who approaches shall be put to death. The Lord spoke to Aaron. I have given you charge of the offerings made to me all the holy gifts of the Israelites. I have given them to you and your sons as a priestly portion due you in perpetuity. This shall be yours from the most holy things, reserved from the fire. Every offering of theirs that they render to me as a most holy thing, whether grain offering, purification offering, or guilt offering, shall belong to you and your sons. As a most holy thing, you shall eat it. Every male may eat it. It shall be holy to you. This also is yours. I have given to you, together with your sons and daughters, as a perpetual due, whatever is set aside from the gifts of all the elevation offerings of the Israelites. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat them. All the best of the oil and all the best of the wine and of the grain, the choice produce that they give to the Lord, I have given to you. 
The first fruits of all that is in their land that they bring to the Lord shall be yours. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat of it. Every devoted thing in Israel shall be yours. The first issue of the womb of all creatures, human and animal, that is offered to the Lord shall be yours. But the firstborn of human beings you shall redeem, and the firstborn of unclean animals you shall redeem. Their redemption price, reckoned from one month of age, you shall fix at five shekels of silver according to the shekel of the sanctuary. That is twenty geras. But the firstborn of a cow, or the firstborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat, you shall not redeem. They are holy. You shall dash their blood on the altar and turn their fat into smoke as an offering by fire for a pleasing odor to the Lord. But their flesh shall be yours, just as the breast that is elevated and as the right thigh are yours. All the holy offerings that the Israelites present to the Lord I have given to you, together with your sons and daughters, as a perpetual due. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord for you and your descendants as well. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no allotment in their land, nor shall you have any share among them. I am your share and your possession among the Israelites. To the Levites I have given every tithe in Israel for a possession in return for the service that they perform, the service in the tent of meeting. From now on, the Israelites shall no longer approach the tent of meeting or else they will incur guilt and die. But the Levites shall perform the service of the tent of meeting and they shall bear responsibility for their own offenses. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations. But among the Israelites they shall have no allotment, because I have given to the Levites as their portion the tithe of the Israelites, which they set apart as an offering to the Lord. Therefore I have said of them that they shall have no allotment among the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall say to the Levites, When you receive from the Israelites the tithe that I have given you from them for your portion, you shall set apart an offering from it to the Lord, a tithe of the tithe. It shall be reckoned to you as your gift, the same as the grain of the threshing floor and the fullness of the winepress. Thus you shall also set apart an offering to the Lord from all the tithes that you receive from the Israelites, and from them you shall give the Lord's offering to the priest Aaron. Out of all the gifts to you, you shall set apart every offering due to the Lord. The best of all of them is the part to be consecrated. Say also to them, when you have set apart the best of it, then the rest shall be reckoned to the Levites as produce of the threshing floor and as produce of the winepress. You may eat it in any place, you and your households, 
for it is your payment for your service in the tent of meeting. You shall incur no guilt by reason of it, when you have offered the best of it. But you shall not profane the holy gifts of the Israelites on pain of death. Mark 16 When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go. Tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. And all that had been commanded them they told briefly to those around Peter. And afterward Jesus himself sent out through them, from east to west, the sacred and imperishable proclamation of eternal salvation. Amen. Now after he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went out and told those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking into the country. And they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. Later, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were sitting at the table. And he upbraided them for their lack of faith and stubbornness, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. The one who believes and is baptized will be saved, but the one who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. By using my name they will cast out demons, and they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes, and if they drink any deadly thing it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and proclaimed the good news everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that accompanied it. Psalm 
55. Complaint about a friend's treachery to the leader with stringed instruments, a maskil of David. Give ear to my prayer, O God. Do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and answer me. I am troubled in my complaint. I am distraught by the noise of the enemy because of the clamor of the wicked. For they bring trouble upon me, and in anger they bear a grudge against me. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. And I say, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Truly, I would flee far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. Selah. I would hurry to find a shelter for myself from the raging wind and tempest. Confuse, O Lord. Confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. It is not enemies who taunt me. I could bear that. It is not adversaries who deal insolently with me. I could hide from them. But it is you, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend, with whom I kept pleasant company. We walked in the house of God with the throng. Let death come upon them. Let them go down alive to Sheol, for evil is in their homes and in their hearts. But I call upon God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and He will hear my voice. He will redeem me unharmed from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. God, who is enthroned from of old, Selah, will hear and will humble them, because they do not change and do not fear God. My companion laid hands on a friend and violated a covenant with me with speech smoother than butter, but with a heart set on war, with words that were softer than oil, but in fact were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the lowest pit, the bloodthirsty and treacherous shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Proverbs 11, 7 When the wicked die, hope perishes. Perishes. 
and the expectation of strength comes to nothing. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for this brand new shiny week that we have stepped into together. And we thank you that it's out in front of us, and we thank you that we have a fresh start, and that our thoughts, words, and deeds will tell the story of this week. And it is our desire that it be a love story, a love story walking with you and enjoying the week together. And so even as we conclude the Gospel of Mark today and reach the halfway point in the Gospels, we invite your Holy Spirit to lead us as we move into the Gospel of Luke and spend the remainder of the week in it. Lead us into all truth, we pray. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. Hello, everyone. It's Soaring on Eagle's Wings from Canada. Abba, Father, I bring to you David from Kansas. You know everything about him, his brain injury, which is now causing him anxiety and panic attacks. And he's also very involved in the church ministry. You see him. You understand what he's going through. I pray that your peace like a river will flow through his body, that the panic's attack will cease in the name of Jesus the Christ, and he will continue to flourish in his church doing what you have called him to do. Hear his prayer. Hear our prayers for him and answer, I pray. I also think of Tyler from Kentucky. Father, he's been released from jail. His marriage now isn't going well because his wife wants out of it. Abba, you're the only one that can intervene in that relationship and restore the brokenness. Oh God, speak to both of them individually and show them how they can turn things around. Speak to them collectively so that they are willing to reach out to each other and let not anything tear them asunder. This marriage needs healing, Lord. You're the one who ordained it. And so I pray that the marriage will be healed in the Good afternoon, DAB community. This is Wind and Water from Vancouver, Washington. And I want to give a special shout out to Rosie, a.k.a. Great to be Free in Jesus. I really appreciate the way that you pray for all of our children and grandchildren and family members. Every time I hear you pray, that's your prayer. And, um... I'm so thankful for you doing that because that's my deepest prayer is for my family and for my children and for my grandchildren. And um, I just want to echo that prayer with you. 
and thank you for um, for being so considerate of all of the children and grandchildren and families out there. Father, I thank you for Rose, a.k.a. great to be free in Jesus. I thank you for her heart. And Father, I do also want to lift up our children and grandchildren and sisters and brothers and our entire families, Father. I just pray for pure hearts, for humility, for... Um, for them being drawn to you just because of who you are and for them to see that and to understand that, to realize that and to be drawn to that. Thank you, Father, so much for the word. Thank you for Brian and his family who minister so richly. Uh, thank you for all of our brothers and sisters across the globe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, DAB family. This is the kept one. Um, this prayer is for Winnie. Winnie, I think you called in. You talked about your nephew losing his wife uh, some time back, and he was left to raise three kids. And um, in raising these kids, um, it seems like he has abandoned them. Um, I think you said your niece, your sister, and your parents were elderly or have stepped in to try to take care of these uh, three kids and um, again it seems like he even though he's grieving um, it seems like he's abandoned the kids but I just wanted to um, lift up your family um, and lift up um, your nephew who lost his wife Father God, in your word you said in Psalms 34, 18, it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Father, we lift up Winnie's nephew, Lord God. It sounds like his spirit has been crushed, Lord God. It sounds like his wife was the heavy lifter in the family, and now it seems like he has to carry that burden. Father, help him carry that burden, Lord God, in the process as he continues to grieve. Father, I pray for your mercy. I pray for your strength, Lord God. I pray that you send the comforter that you promised that you will send, Lord God. So I pray for his comfort right now, Lord God. I pray that the family comes together, strengthen the entire family, Lord God, uh, to find a better way, Lord God, to take care of these kids, that they'll rally together for the sake of the kids and keeping in mind that um, the nephew has lost his rib. Uh, this I pray in your son's Jesus name. Amen. Be blessed, everyone. Hi, this is Delights in Me, and I just want to say to Manita from Lombard, I so appreciate when you call um, it's been pretty neat to watch you grow in community with the DAB. Um, I don't think you were much of a caller before a couple years ago, but I know you've listened for a really long time. But I know that you've been through a divorce and you were married to a pastor, but um, I'm a pastor's daughter. And I just want to say, um, even though you're no longer the pastor's wife, you still have that calling, um, you still have that heart, you still have the gift of being a pastor's wife, which is such an important role, and I encourage you to continue on with that, 
um, here in our community, you you have such a heart for the flock of um, the shepherd, and uh, you're very comforting and soothing, like a like a mom. So I appreciate that, and I bless you. Uh, keep calling. Love you. Bye. Hey, DAB family, Renee Lassauvet here, reborn and saved in French and a.k.a. Kathleen in Illinois. Um, I am calling in because I just listened on March 8th and I heard um, a prayer request from Winnie. And, uh, boy, it just broke my heart. Um, she said that her nephew had called in a while back about his... Uh, his wife who had died and he is raising uh, two daughters and a and uh, another baby it sounds like and um, it sounds like every people in the family have stepped up Winnie has stepped up and it has the kids on weekends and her parents who are in their 80s are um, helping take care of the baby during the week and the she had mentioned the children also um, basically sleeping, having no no place to sleep, or just sleeping on the couch and and on the floor. This is this is not this is not acceptable, is it, family? We have to pray. Let's pray right now about this family, Lord Jesus. I lift up Winnie to you. I thank you that she brought this to our attention, and I pray for her nephew. And I pray for these kids and for her. God bless her her parents who are in their 80s who are trying to help. Um, oh, dear God. Dear God, I pray that this can be brought to the attention of a, of a, a local church or that can help, that, can, that there will be godly people who will step in and help this young man who has lost his wife. He was then evicted from his home. I mean, how much... Hi, DAB family. It's Rich from Exeter, UK here. Calling in today, having listened to the 7th of March episode, to pray for David from Kansas, who is uh, has suffered a head injury and has... Uh, as a result, panic attacks and fear and anxiety. Lord Jesus, I lift David up to you and I pray that you will fill him with your peace and your love, your deep shalom. Father, in the uncertainty of what this head injury might result in, um, we pray that you would bring healing into that situation. Father God, I pray that you would heal his head, um, that you would make him whole again, physically well, but also, Father, that you would fill him with your love and your peace. We pray particularly for those times when just that head knowledge that uh, you love him uh, amongst the times of panic um, when he forgets all that, Father, I pray that at that point he would experience your deep shalom, your deep peace. We lift him up to you um, and thank you for him. Amen.